Hello, I just wanted to mention if you're listening to a Ringside View podcast on any of these platforms, iTunes, Breaker, Cashbox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, please give us a like, a subscription, a comment, and follow us on all these platforms. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, follow us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is Pro Wrestling News Tracker. We're also on Twitter at Ringside View Pod. We are also on Instagram at Ringside View Podcasts. So follow us on all these um, social media platforms. We would greatly appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Robert Jesse Dominguez, Ringside View Podcast with Earl the Pearl. Earl, how are you? Good. How are you? Settle down, children. <laughs> I have arrived. I may be late, <laughs> but I, oh, I know. But I brought your presents. I brought your presents. There you go. Uh, go see your Uncle Bobby. He'll, he'll give them to you. Hey, man. Uh, how's the weather treating you? <laughs> man, I bet better than y'all. Better than y'all, but not so good. Yeah. Uh, we were doing good until yesterday and today, and... Oh, not yesterday. Two days ago. We had mm-hmm. the cold water pipe. Not the pipe, but you know the... the oh, what is it? The, the Not the one that comes out of the wall, but the one that goes from the, the, the pipe to the... To the city? To the washing machine. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Flexi, okay. the, the, that little, that little yeah. pipe or whatever. Whatever it's called. I'm not... I'm not... I, I know. Looking at me, you would think, yeah, man, that man knows his way around a handyman shop. No, not really. Not me. Uh, but no, it, right below the, the 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 connector that that hooks up to the faucet, it was shooting out. Yeah, and we shut that off, and we had a space heater out there, and then today I went to check on the dogs, and the hot water was doing the same thing. I was like, damn it! So now I got to wait till it warms up sometime next week. So you know, yeah, I'm not gonna be going nowhere. <laughs> Ain't got no clean burn that clean clothes. So you know. It's it's supposed to be thirty nine degrees tomorrow here, so I'm really, good. I'm, you guys I'm, need. I'm looking. That. For, I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, good. I, I mean, I, I was worried about you. I wasn't hit as hard as like some other people, like Stephen and uh, yeah. uh, some other coworkers. They were yeah. like, they haven't had they haven't had power since Monday. Yeah, there's a guy at work. He's got two families living with him and staying right now. Yeah, the two families that that he has staying with them. They they lost power Saturday night. And wow. he was talking today. They still don't have power, so that's that's Saturday night to to Thursday yeah. morning. That's, almost, that's like almost four nights in yeah. five days. Yeah. That's man, it's crazy. And I was watching the Weather Channel, and they were talking about people living out of the cars. And I'm like, man, I, I feel bad for Texas. Yeah, I know it's, it's pretty bad right now. But uh, uh, hopefully, I mean, you know, we you guys we're, you we're guys fought. The hey, listen, you guys fought. So I'm there with you, but yeah, it's it's crazy. There's some people here in Oklahoma that's been without power for yeah like 48 48 hours, but nothing like you guys. So that's horrible. But um, we're hopefully tomorrow we're like turning the corner. It's supposed to be 39 good. tomorrow. So good, 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 good. Um, we got a lot to cover, man. We sure do. So let's let's jump right into it. Uh, um, Both feet. SmackDown last week. Oh, SmackDown. SmackDown. They, what can you say? It's great. They're, Still great. They're setting up for the um, Elimination Chamber this weekend. Yeah. So I uh, know we we can probably talk about that a little bit, you know. But uh, yeah. But uh, what 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 stood out for you like the most on that one? Man, they're in Elimination Chamber. Leaps and bounds better than Monday Night Raw's Elimination Chamber. Yeah. <laughs> the the depth of talent. And I, that's I mean if if I look, if you look at it 
Like, Smack... Again, SmackDown... I saw a meme from the Joker, and it was like... It was like, SmackDown's better than Raw. And they were like, you honestly believe that? I was like, I do, and I'm tired of people not believing it either. Yeah. So, you know, and they have tons of memes like that for different things. But, man, I know I've been I've been saying it on here for weeks. SmackDown's the A-show. It really is. And just, just the talent that's in that Elimination Chamber leaps and bounds better than Raw. And, uh, but I do like, man, this, this I know it's, I, I, I don't know who's going to go after it, but, um, not, not, not aggressive stepdad, but Big E, mm-hmm. man, he is making that, he is making that title for the U, the, isn't it the U.S. heavyweight title? Isn't that the one he got? He no, got the Intercontinental, does no, he? No, he has, he has the, the Intercontinental. Okay, the Intercontinental champion. Man, he is making that thing, he's, he's treating it the way Shinsuke did the IGWP Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. He's, he is making, he got, he got, he got, uh. It's a conspiracy theory. Sami Zayn still vying for his title, and yeah. he's got he's got his his friend turned nemesis Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz, yeah. And, and here's the thing, though. I mean, there. I'm I'm very happy with. I'm not happy with what happened with the pandemic. I'm not happy about that. Right. But I'm happy what it's done to the landscape because one, it made Apollo a champion. And then the Hurt Business came into town. Yeah. And that was a great program that they went into. Mm-hmm. And then Apollo got hurt. I don't know if it was real or not. But anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, then, then you know, Apollo's friend turned on him. And now Cedric Alexander, we've talked about how gr- the greatness of MVP. And then Apollo got traded. And I was like, well, pfft, throw the script out. He's, his career's over again. But now he's over there in Big East champion. And, and they're still treating him good. So I'm very happy with, with, with the way that happened. Because I honestly don't think any of this would have happened. I think Carlito came back because of MVP. Yeah. So, I'm, but I'm very happy that they're, they're keeping... Apollo relevant and um, Big E super super relevant and, he, and I like it that it's his his solo run. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of like when he he has he has different theme music too, so which I kind of like. He sure does. And it was the well, who was? Do you remember when the Usos did the little uh, the little rap off mm-hmm. with uh, the New Day? Mm-hmm. What was that rapper's name? That was that was. Uh, oh man, you're gonna because that's the one that did the music. Because he's because Big E's really good friends with him. I can't I can't think of his name. I don't remember either, but if, he's the one. He's the one guys, that did his music. Yeah, if you guys are listening to the show and you know it, you know they put, are. put it you in mean. the comments on uh, Pro uh, Wrestling News Tracker on our Facebook. Page. Listen, AEW listens to AEW's probably going to answer for us because AEW <laughs> listens to us. You know, Brandy, Brandy, and Cody. Ugh, yeah. They they listen to us, but no, but yeah. So I I really like what they're doing with them. Um, but then the big thing outside of that was Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Did you did you watch did you watch um talking do you watch talking smack on no, the network? You know I I should but I don't. So I Facebook Facebook's WWE put a video of talking smack because you know they do that yeah. the little clips. Man, Daniel Bryan and Cesaro showed up on Talking Smack, and Dan and Daniel Bryan lit into Paul Heyman. Making fun of Roman Reigns, yeah, and he's like, "I'm really glad to be back on my. I mean, this show, this is great." And then he's all, he's just talking about because the stipulation they did for Elimination Chamber that yeah. the big dog won't show up until the winner is there, and then and then Dan Bryan's like, "How's it feel representing a lazy champion?" And he's like, "Oh, everyone's got to bust their butt and put their body on the line, and then oh, here comes you know Roman Reigns." Sondering in, gonna fight someone that's already been fighting. He's like, when's the last time Roman Reigns fought? 
real. Let's think about it. And yeah. he's just he's just cutting a promo, and Paul Heyman is selling with his because you know Paul Heyman is a master of selling with his face. Yeah, he's just selling with his face. He tries to get in, and Dan Bryan's like, "I'm talking," and he keeps. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's real. If you can, if you go, if you go on Facebook and watch it. Made me laugh so much. It was really good. I'm almost wondering that had he not been on Talking Smack since he was like the general manager, mm-hmm. so. and and it was his show, and then they canceled it, and yeah. he was very vocal about it being canceled, and then it comes back. But yeah, it was really good. Like it'll, it'll, it's a good like a four to five minute video. Yeah, but it'll make you laugh like fifteen times. It's really good. <laughs> like Daniel Bryan's in pure promo form, and it's and when Daniel Bryan goes pure promo. It's great. And when he has a little comedy in there, yeah. it's even better. So, yeah, it's really good. But those are the two things. I really liked the Daniel Bryan and Cesaro teaming up yeah. and the way Daniel Bryan came out. And then I liked the whole uh, the Elimination Chamber and, and everything. And then just the Big E storyline. Those are the things. But, again, it's the A-Show. It is yeah. leaps and bounds better than Raw. Because um, I know we're, we're kind of pressed for time here. We have yes. a lot of stuff. Let's, let's jump over to No Surrender. Oh, um, you could better talk about that. You, um, you watched that one on the plus. Yeah, I um, man on that one. I, I want to say the match of the night was a uh, was a uh, was the triple threat revolver uh, oh. for um, contenders for the X division. Yes, and that was such a good match. It was it had had Trey Miguel, Blake uh, Christian, Suicide, mm-hmm. Chris Bay, um, Willie Mack, Ace mm-hmm. Austin, Madman not not Madman Fulton, and Josh Alexander. Oh, and it Josh was Alexander. It was a showcase. It was a showcase That's of their. Nice. I mean, because to be honest with you, I think I think they really, really busted their butt on on mm-hmm. on this on this um, on this match and this like uh, cool. and the storyline. It was like really, really good. It looked, it looked like all these guys were had been practicing, or you can tell they have they've, they've been practicing because mm-hmm. they were they were such on with everybody else. Cool. And uh, Trey Trey Miguel like stood out. Blake Christian nice. stood out. Um, Davari, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's so many tall people. You probably couldn't see them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, down, I'm down here, guys. I'm down yeah. here. And, uh, so who was the winner of that match? The winner was Josh Alexander. Yes, I thought so. Because I've seen somebody. Man, he... God, I need him to do... I need him to do something. Like, he needs to be a champion. Like, yes. I remember him... Again, we love the North. Yes. But he came whenever... Here in Oklahoma, when Compound was a thing. Like, Compound's no longer really? there. Really? But yeah, because of what it, because of the the so basically when Oklahoma changed the rules for wrestling, mm-hmm. the it's something to do with the health laws or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like Compound didn't do it, and then WFC took over for Perfect Balance, where they where they had the shows, and then they ended that. And they still do the different things around the different like Owasso and Claremore and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're still doing that. They're just not at the perfect balance center. But it was really cool because they brought people in, like Marty the Moth. They brought in Jack Swagger. Wow. Uh, before, you know, when he was let go. They brought in Simon Gotch. They would have really big name people there. And Josh Alexander came. They had, they even brought in the Sleaze. Um, yeah. Joey Ryan. He yeah. was there like a few times. But Josh Alexander came in also because it was funny because he was there and then the next night was Impact's pay-per-view. We're like, we just seen him in Tulsa! So it was really cool to see Josh Alexander live. Like, he he's taller than he looks on TV, yeah. if that's even possible. Most people are shorter. But, man, he was so good live. And he, and they're more interactive. But, yeah, I love Josh Alexander so Me much. Me too. I, 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 you know, you know I, I, I love him with the, mm-hmm. uh, the North. I've yep. always loved him. So, I mean, I thought they were, they were carrying... Uh, 
impact for a while. So oh, they, they say he still is. Yeah, I, I really love Josh Alexander. He's he's a good Canadian Canadian product. Um, the next, the other one, the other match that stood out with me, like the two things that stood out with me, was yeah. a TJP versus Raji Raju. Oh, dude, man, Raji Ragu, you've cut that good promo. Was yes. it a good match? It, it was a great match. It was like, Yay. it was like, it was like, you know, because you don't, you don't picture Raji Raju as um, a person that counters, does counter moves. Yeah, but he did a ton of counter moves oh, on on this nice. match, and it was so good. And it's, cool. it was well played, and uh, you know uh, TJP ended up pulling it out. Yeah, and um, I forgot his name. His his buddy's name Shira. Shira yeah, yeah, yeah. Shira, um, Mahani Shira. Uh, he. Are you talking, no, you mean Cal Drago? Yeah, Cal Drago. Got it, yeah. Cal Drago. Okay, so, okay. So he he like messed up on like on. Uh, Getting like he was, he was supposed to interfere, but he messed up, and Reggie oh. Reggie ended up losing. So I think uh, then uh, on Tuesday, uh, Reggie Reggie is kind of blaming him just a little bit, but, as he um, should, as he should. Because <laughs> there's a thing, man, you mess it up. Now, what did it look like? It was like intentional, or did no, it, he just miss no, the spot? No, he just missed the spot, and so yeah. it, it didn't. It didn't look intentional because I think. But you um, could write that off though. He yeah. could be like, "I'm sorry, I was nervous." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the bright lights it blinded me, but it was it was really good. I'm not I'm not gonna. I mean, as much good. as I much as I love Tommy Dreamer, I'm not gonna talk about the main event nope. because I don't mm-hmm. I don't I I love no. that he's involved, but I just don't yes. want him on main events. And I know nope. we've talked about this in other shows. Yep. So um, we love Tommy Dreamer, just don't want Tommy Dreamer going for the main event. No. Until he cuts that double ponytail, I'm not gonna talk about him. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. How about you? Did did you did you not watch it or, or no? I don't have Impact Plus. Okay, but I seen you. Po- I saw the the Facebook page posting all the little stills and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So I knew a little bit about it, and then on the wrestling forums, a lot of people talked here and there. And I just really the thing I the thing that I I didn't watch it, but from the things I've read and the things I've seen, yeah, I was very happy. Like you said with the X Division, that was really good because with the story that they're telling on Impact. Mm-hmm. This had to happen because yeah. if not, you're just going to be lost in the shuffle while it's the Omega Good Brothers show. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The Omega Good Brothers, that's. And now you've also got uh, the guys from Japan coming over on Impact. Yes. So, like I said, the X Division has to do something to stay relevant. And from what you said about this match and the different things I've read, this is like, hey, we're still here. Mm-hmm. We put our flag in. It's not like they're revolting or anything. They're just like, hey, we're still here. They're still an X Division. Don't forget about us. I think so, I, I think I thought I, that was good. I think it's good that they're carrying. They're, it seems like they're carrying the show right now because I mm-hmm. I love uh, Swan a lot. As, yes, as the Impact Champion, but I'm waiting for Moose to take over. Yes, and the, and, and I think he will soon. And as soon as he takes over, then he's going to carry the show. As so, he should, and he so, got them broad shoulders. Yes, and I'm I'm pretty excited about that. So I will say after after the main event, uh, Rick, Rich Swan and Tommy Dreamers. Uh, Moose came out as he should, mm-hmm. and he, and, you know, after after uh, Rich won the match, yes. um, he came out and he like he tore up Rich and he tore up Tommy pretty good. So, and that's good though because yeah. you're immediately starting the new storyline. Yeah, it's not like it was like, oh, I remember when Moose said something. It's been two or three weeks. Yeah. Where are they at? No, it's immediately you did this. Boom! I'm making my claim, and that's good because that will transition it really nicely. Because I I love it how he he says because they asked him, hey Moose, don't get involved in the match. He goes, okay, yeah. I won't. And he didn't, and he'll say mm-hmm. that afterwards. I didn't get involved in the match, but I got involved afterwards. 
and he did exactly what he said he would do. <laughs> so, you know so, what I mean? I yeah. mean, it's the truth. I, you know, he could just been standing out there and just waiting for the match to be over. Then rah, 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 just attack. Um, so. let's jump over to vengeance. Ooh, because I know I know you watched Vin- this and vengeance, and I know you were excited about this. I was, <laughs> and let me tell you, some things janky. Yeah. Some things had to happen to evolve characters. Mm-hmm. Man, it was it was it was a normal it was a normal takeover. It was really good. I mean, there was a few things that were janky that don't normally happen on takeovers. Yeah. So it made me feel like someone else had a hand in it, which they probably didn't. It was just, but I like just to talk about the elephant in the room. Here's the thing, though. I if Tony Storm got close to me, I would crumble like that table. Did. I, I would too. But. But yeah, Wade know. Barrett, and, and this makes me happy because we talk about it, right? Yeah. Like uh, Raw, if it happened on Raw, they would have been just pooping all over Tony Storm. Yeah. <laughs> A A W did it when uh, uh, who was it? I forget the wrestler, but he remember. Oh, it was uh, no, I don't remember the wrestler. Uh, but he went up and he went to jump and he did that and they, and and Chris Jericho was like, oh, he's got the spaghetti legs. He shouldn't, you know. We talked about that. Yeah. Wade Barrett is the constant professional. The table fell and he's like, oh, that that tag team match. I thought our table was kind of janky and wobbly. And I was like, that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how because he didn't he didn't be like, oh, this table. Hmm. Yeah. He made it. He brought he brought it back. He's like, yeah. you know, with that tag team, they hit the table. I felt I thought it felt kind of wobbly. And he like kind of yeah. felt it like that. He's like, oh, I know it was yeah. wobbly. It was, then he was like pointing to like a corner, yeah. trying to draw your eyes to it. So I was very happy with that. Like Wade Barrett. I love him so much. He had to do it because it was on camera and the camera was mm-hmm. right focused on it. And like she almost did like a double take on it whenever it yeah. fell. She goes, "Did that fall? Okay, I guess it fell." So, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If that was Monday Night Raw, yeah. they wouldn't have sold that. They they would have they would have just pooped on it. Somebody would have. But Ray Barrett, uh, I like uh, that's the commentary school that I like. That's yeah. like we have to kfab really quick. Kind of like what AEW Nakazawa whenever. Whenever airborne lone wolf, whatever his name is, Seidel mm-hmm. slipped, yeah. they 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 kayfabbed it a couple of weeks later. Yeah, but they're really good. You know what I'm saying? Like whenever someone slips, now they're just be like, oh well, you know, he shouldn't have done it. He got hit in the head a couple times, or he's got spaghetti legs. So yeah. it's very happy the way they did the table. And and Wade Barrett even acted like oh, it was this corner right here. I could tell it was kind of wobbly. So I was very happy about that. And then Adam Cole turning. Yeah, um, I thought that was really good. And yeah. then when you look at what happened on NXT, I'm like, that's 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 the storyline because what else can you do? You've been in you've been in the UE for three four years now, yep. but he hasn't really changed because the moment he came into the to the game, he attacked what was it Drew Drew McIntyre yeah. wasn't he the champion? Yeah, he immediately just attacked him. First guy he attacked. Yep. Yeah, because he was making his claim. So what's he do? He kicks Finn Balor. He's a heel. Adam Cole's always Adam Cole had is a heel, but he's also a really good babyface. You know what I'm saying? Like the Stone Cold syndrome. Yep. You know I'm a heel, but a babyface. Kind of like whenever not uh, uh, Shinsuke was in 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 WJP. He he's a heel, 
but he's got so much swag that you forget. And you're like, oh, I love Shinsuke. And then he's a heel again. Yeah. So that's what he's doing. And then on like on NXT, whenever everyone wanted answers, you know, he he still took it out on Kyle O'Reilly, and then he took it out on Finn Balor, and then he held up the title. I'm like, he's not changed. He's a heel. You just forgot he was a heel because he's doing all these storylines, and he's a babyface, and he's got uh, just unlimited charisma. So you t- you you tend to forget that. But boom, he's a heel now. He's a bad guy, and I want my title back. And that's what it is. He just wants his title back. So he's doing what he has to do to get his title back. And I'm all for one for it. I love Adam Cole. Yeah, I think um, there were there were some rumors like as soon as, as soon as NXT on Tuesday night was over, and we not we haven't got to that part yet. Yeah, but um, there were people were posting rumors that Kyle O'Reilly had suffered a seizure, and I know See, I go that- that's probably storyline. But the problem is, yeah, because I read about that. Nobody said it was a seizure. It was some fans there that were like, oh, it looks like he's got a seizure. Yeah. But nobody nobody said it was a seizure. And then what did they do? They they, they storylined it, like Adam Cole's by his side. So, um, but yeah, no, he, he never had a seizure. It was just somebody was like, oh, he looked like he was shaking. Must be having a seizure. So, yeah. But no, there was no seizure, no nothing. It was, you know what I'm saying? It was like. It was just a storyline that happened, and he was just playing yeah. really, really hurt. It's just, here's the thing. You can only play hurt for so long, and the moment you move, someone's like, oh, he's shaking. It's yeah. a seizure. Oh, he's having a heart attack or whatever. It doesn't matter, but that's not what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. But no, he didn't have no seizure. Um, LA, I mean, Eli Drake made his ah, his promo debut. L.A. Knight. That's a, God, that's such a stupid name. It is. God, I, and NXT's never had really bad names. I mean, he's, but this, I, he, yeah, he's, he's doing it like Eli Dre. He's going L.A. Knight. And that's fine when he does that. Yeah. L.A. Knight. That's great. That made it better. When you first saw it, it was L.A. Knight, and then you say it like that, it's like, oh, L.A. Knight. Oh, this is stupid. But when he does it, and he cut that promo, and we, many months, have talked about we want to see Eli Drake. And I'm, for one, extremely happy to see him at NXT, because I know he's going to be utilized properly. Yeah. Just don't ever leave. Don't go to the don't don't get called up. You know they're they're actually purging um, NWA pretty good right now. Oh my god! Did you see the list? Yeah. Oh, but you know what? I I've talked about. I would love to see Magnus on AEW. Like Magnus <laughs> refuses to wrestle anywhere. Yeah, he does. Nick Aldis. Yeah. But man, it's the 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 guy roster is like three people. The female roster, like, you could build a good show around their female roster. Because yeah. Thunder Rosa's still there. Serena Deeb is still there. Uh, yeah. There's like five there's like there's like five or six women and three guys. Yeah, Nick Oldest, so, I think uh what was what's his name? Um Oh the, the now Sandow or so, whatever yeah. his name is, and his tag team partner are still there. Matt Sandow, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> But yeah, they got. But you know what though? It, the bad part is, is we've talked about it. Uh, NWA Power with like fourteen R's. Yeah, was a great show. I loved it. I loved watching it. It was f- something fun to watch on YouTube. It was good. But they were not prepared for a pandemic. Nope. And people need to work. And if AEW's like, hey, come wrestle with us, why wouldn't you? I, I'm just, I, I, I don't, I don't want to. I'm not a wrestler, and I don't want to say how you run your business because wrestlers are independent contractors, and they, and they are their own business. Mm-hmm. But if you stay in a company and you're the only guy on the roster, right? Say the other guys leave, and it's only Magnus. Mm-hmm. What good is a title? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I got this. It's like, it's like you got first place in a one man race. I'm the winner. Well, but you, they're gonna, he's gonna have to come over to AEW or something. But he won't. That's what they keep. Everything keeps saying he refuses to wrestle for anybody. But then now here's the thing: having your name on the NWA title. Let's you know, like Adam Pierce even talks about it. Like yeah. he's like, I'm very happy that I was even one time in WA because my name. And he said when he when he came to the because I listened to his podcast the podcast with Corey Graves and he said he had to he had to try it at the at the performance center even though he wasn't going for that role mm-hmm. and then Pat Patterson it wasn't Pat Patterson who was it I forget who it was it was Pat Patterson or no it was Joe Briscoe. He was like uh, uh, Adam Cole and so-and-so. Not Adam Cole, I'm sorry. Adam Pierce and so-and-so. 20 or 30 minutes. And it was like, tw- he said it was like 15 to 20 minutes more than anyone else. And he was, when it was all, before it happened, he's like, hey, why are you making me go even longer? He's like, I want to see why you're associated right. with my brother's name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, e- you know what I mean? Even though NWA isn't what it used to be, when your name's on that title... The old timers that are trainers now, it means they're going to they're going they want to know why you're associated with one of their relatives mm-hmm. or even associated with what the NWA stands for because it still is a prestigious title. So I can understand why Magnus doesn't want to go somewhere else. And, and I don't care. You could be sitting in a room, but your name's on that title, and that really does mean something. And that doesn't just mean something to like a coronet. Or, you know, someone else. I mean, if you just talk about, like, you know, true wrestling fans, they're like, oh, he's an NWA champion. That means something. So well, I can understand why he doesn't want to go somewhere. But he, he must be getting off, um, you know, Mickey James's paycheck or something. Who? But what is she? She hasn't done nothing, really. She's, like, one or two pay-per-views a year. Yeah, but she's, 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 she's still signed by WWE, though. Well, hey, listen, she's she's living it up in catering. <laughs> like <Yeah>. the, <laughs> It's like, well, I got to eat somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, MSK defeated uh, yeah. the Grizzly. That's your boys veterans. right there. Yep. You called it. You said it was, and I, I, I was there with you. But yeah, you said we both said you know it, it was designed for them. And yes. God, and they got such a good promo on NXT. They do. Both of them did. Back to you, Beth. <laughs> that would make me laugh, but it's like back to you, Beth. And then they were eating popcorn in the corner. <laughs> oh my God! I was hoping you'd bring that up. They did. They did the internet meme. Oh, I can't believe they're doing it. First, it was just them, but then Beth Phoenix joined in yeah, the second in. time. <laughs> and then, I thought it was good. And then after uh, Gonzalez threatened um, uh, the, hurt it, uh, the hurt, the hurt business. business, the hurt business part two. <laughs> Uh, what's she said, "I was shoving so up your hole." Yeah, and then what's what's the name? Just fell down. Just oh, fell it was down. so good. It was so good. Like I'm very happy that they did that. Yeah. Ah, oh, so good. Here's the thing. I I got to see the 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 promo of our guy, Cam Grimes. Yeah. Uh, I one. I need to know what stocks he's investing in. Yes, me too. Because he was only on the shelf for two weeks, and he becomes a millionaire. What stocks are he? Might, you know what he did? He piped all that money in GameStop. In GameStop, that must be what it is. <laughs> but it was so good, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not a big fan of rap. Yeah. But Cameron Grimes' interest music outside in NXT outside of Dexter Loomis's. Yeah. Cameron Grimes' new interest music uh, music is amazing, and he even ad libs to the moon. <laughs> it made me laugh so much. And then he wrecks it. I'm going to buy another one. And I was like, oh, Cameron Grimes, you make me laugh so much. Yeah, I mean, I was I was hoping somebody was going to show up like toward the end of it, that promo, but it didn't. So it leaves it up in the air on God, who, so who he's going to go against or teams up with or whatever. Well, you know it can't be zombies yeah. or the ref 
Or Dexter. And listen, I like that they showed Dexter Loomis chloroform in. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you mentioned that one. I was uh, hoping you mentioned that one because that, that, that was great. So good. And it made me think of Creepy Johnny Curtis back in the original. See, the, the thing that it makes me think of, and I don't, I'm probably just overreading it, but yeah. the original NXT when, uh, when What's-His-Face CC3 was still known as Bates. Yeah, and you had creepy Johnny Curtis before he was Tyler Dango. Bates. Tyler Bates. Yeah, Tyler Bates. Not Tyler Bates. Tyler Bates is the English guy. Okay. Yeah, it was. I forget his first name. But anyways, and then you had creepy Johnny Curtis, whose girlfriend is the manager for Mil Mortis. Um, but he he had that big skate for the longest time. There he's because uh, 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 no days off. Darren Young. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not him. Uh, but EC3 liked Kate, uh, liked uh, what's her face, Caitlin, the one that was friends with AJ Lee. Um, but anyways, he's like, how do I get her? How do I get her to like me? He's like, oh, chloroform. And it's like, what? He's like, what? 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 Who said chloroform? And he was all about the chloroform. It's like, what do you have chloroform for? He's like, who, who doesn't have chloroform? And you know, don't be creepy, Johnny. He's like, well, chloroform. I, works wonders but yeah he chloroformed him and it made me think of old nxt yeah but yeah i just loved it and he was such he was he was he was to draw back to another podcast we listened to planet fear yes he did uh he looked very much like the night stalker he just comes up and like Whoa, and then just drags him off to the side and i was like oh i love Dexter Luma so much Derek bateman that was his name Derek bateman that's what his name was but yeah, and it, it, that just made me. And again, it's probably they're probably not doing a throwback to the original NXT, but that's mm. what it made me think of was was the original NXT and and creepy Johnny Curtis talking about chloroform. What, what I loved about it is that they they kept showing the video over and over, and they would they would like slow down whenever Loomis would grab him <laughs> and highlight and, I, it, and highlight it, you know, kind of like make it yes. brighter. And oh, in case so like good. in case it was so far back you couldn't <laughs> see it. And I like that. The, I like that. I like that they even brought back. The van from uh, yes. from the uh, from the from the Cameron Grimes uh, Dexter Loomis match because <laughs> yes. as soon as he was banging, I was like, Doc Doc Hendricks gonna come out of nowhere. Watch yeah. out, don't let it open. So yeah, I was very happy. Yeah, there were. I think I think it was uh, what's his name was saying because I've seen that van b- before. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I really liked NXT. NXT was really good this week. It didn't have many matches, and I liked how they I like how they worked in the storyline because it was supposed to be. Uh, our guy carrying cross versus uh, you know King Cuerno, and then that match was scrapped, and yeah. no one knew why it was scrapped. But then they let King Cuerno cut that thing about I I defend my title on my time on my terms. And I was like I like how they did that. That's that's what WWE lacks sometimes because we I've talked about I'm very critical of it how they will just write a storyline off and make you forget. Mm-hmm. The main roster does it. I like the NXT they did they. Two two shows in a row takedown. Wade Barrett carried it when he kayfabbed the table, and then it carried over to the NXT, and he kayfab and and they kayfabbed the the match being scrapped. It doesn't matter why it's scrapped. Now you know. Well, Sando Escobar is saying he's not going to defend it, and that's fine. That's all. That's all casual fans need to know. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I liked how they did that. I, I liked how they worked that into it. <laughs> It's true, it is. I agree with... Man, and that makes me think of AEW whenever Jim Ross is like, we don't hear that enough. I'm like, shut up, JR. Um, that makes me mad. But you, uh, go ahead. Do you want to talk about Raw? Monday Night Raw? Or? I mean, you you can if you want. I mean, I, I liked... The only thing I really cared about from Monday Night Raw was 
Uh, Alexa Bliss is looking even better in her creepiness. Yes. Like that promo she cut on Randy Orton. Mm -hmm. Very happy. And then um, I like that uh, The Miz was trying to get Morrison into the the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, he was nowhere around, was he? No. But you know what's funny is uh, Joey does DraftKings, right? Uh And he's built up a bunch of credits and and, and stuff like that. But he sent me a text. He's like, hey, I think DraftKings is trying to trick me. It was like the question, because they do the thing for the wrestling pay-per-views. It was like, who's the first person eliminated from the chamber? And they had the Miz. He's like, if I get that, does that mean I'm right? I'm like, technically, he was the first person out of the elimination chamber. So go ahead. Put his name down. Put his name. You're going to get that one right. But that's the only two things I really cared about Raw was. Yeah, I think, you know what? That. Yeah, the one thing that really that stood out for me on Raw was um, that they had to do a gauntlet match for it to be interesting. And that was that was really interesting. That was interesting matches. I was like, yeah. I was, I was um, invested on it because it was really good mm-hmm. stuff. But it had to be a yeah. gauntlet match for it to be good. That's And you know what's sad, though, is it's like I feel like they're floundering which you know we talk about that but they're like well this worked on Smackdown it's gonna work for us yeah and I'm just like uh, I don't know about this but I do like on NXT they brought Pat McAfee back yes I, know we, we did, I didn't touch on that a promo but he's yeah. talking about the IWC and stuff like that yeah. he was like let me explain stuff that you don't know and I was like I like the, I'll, I'll accept this he's really good I like Pat McAfee when he's trolling people so I like him and LA Knight to go off Gavin with God that would be so good so um, oh, so good but since you know since we're talking about a lagging show let's let's jump off Raw and let's go over to Impact um, ooh yes so um, did you watch Impact number one I have not got to see it yet okay but um, I'm ready to learn <laughs> The the they actually did this thing. It's called uh, before the impact BTI. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw, you saw me posting <laughs> that. I love I love me some initials and I like BTI. So they are actually doing like they're they're doing a pre show before impact now, which I AEW I does that now yeah, too. Yeah. So but it's like a seven minute thing, which is cool because anything more than like eight, I'm I don't I don't want to watch it. They, they 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 like talked about what's coming up, what happened at. Had uh, no surrender, and then they had, they had triple uh, X versus triple triple XL XL versus uh, yes. DK, and they and DK won that one. So it was opening. was Black Taurus there? Yeah, uh, or Taurus, Taranus, whatever they call it. Taurus. <laughs> Here's yeah. the thing: it's like Impact's becoming a legitimate thing now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the promised land's coming. So the opening match had uh, Josh Alexander, our homeboy, against TJP, and it was really, really good. Um, very, very technical. Very. Te- it was I love a- both of them. Yeah, that's so good. And I think I think it was a really, really great match. And I think uh, I was I was pretty excited to have it as an opening match. And so yes. it was actually pretty good. TJP did pull it off. So you know what I like about this? So TJP won, and that's fine. It doesn't hurt Josh Alexander. Mm-hmm. But I like it because you know what TJP can do. This is them letting jo- you. Yes, you've seen Josh Alexander, tag team specialist, because mm-hmm. he is a very good tag team specialist. But now we're seeing what he can do as a solo competitor. Because sometimes tag team wrestlers don't do good as solo wrestlers. Case in point, Tucker Knight. Anyways, when's the last time you heard anything about him? <laughs> Generic outfit number one. No beard. Yeah. But Josh Alexander is great as a solo wrestler. 
he had a little bit when he because I, I I whenever I after the whole compound thing and him being tech team I like saw some of his like solo stuff when he before he over there he's a great solo wrestler and he's showing why he's a great solo wrestler right now he, even though like at X Division he's in a bunch of people he's still not being a tag team he's still just him his stuff with Brian Myers is really good you know what I'm saying yep. so I'm very happy that they're letting him shine and show what he can do so um probably the other thing that probably stood out the most with me on this one was um <laughs> uh Finn Juice <laughs> Oh, I love them. Fit Finley's son and yes. Juice Robinson. God, you know, Fit Finley's son was on MLW, uh-huh. and I was kind of skeptic. I was like, ugh, because it's hard to fill. You know, because you know, you think back to like territory days. If you use your dad's last name, you can fall in yeah. to like a David Flair or a Gagne. You know what I'm saying? Or any of the promoters who were really big, and then their son came in, and they never got out of the shadows. Yeah, yeah. Or you change your name and you become like Mr. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's a, he's a Henning, but he's Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning, and it, it was different. But um, Fit Family Man, he went over to Japan and he honed his craft, and he's amazing. And Juice Robbins is, Robinson is amazing as well. Yeah, he's always been amazing. I don't think he ever got yes. a, he never got a fair shot on uh, NXT. Um, sure didn't. And then he, he he totally changed his 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 shtick. He he cut his dreads. Yep. Uh, he got curly hair. Uh, he's wearing like go. a different outfit. He looks like a blues brother. To be sure does. And so, hey, listen. Sometimes like you just have to cut your hair. Yeah. And you, your 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 style never changed. Yeah. But you cut your hair, and that's what I'm saying. It's it, wrestling fans is different. You know what I'm saying? Like with like just going back to like Nakamura. He first came out like when he wrestled Brock Lesnar. He wasn't swag skate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then he got a little bit of swag, and people loved him, and then he became what he is. Yeah. So, like, Juice Robinson, he cut his hair, got a dip, got a hat, put on some sunglasses, and man, he People love him. If anybody, like, I would say if anybody's underrated and not seen as much and probably should be seen, it's mm-hmm. Juice Robinson. Because like, I agree. He's made, he's made opportunity after, after opportunity. As soon as he got let go by WWE, he mm-hmm. went over to a new, new Japan, and he's yep. like... He's like started all over, and he's like, man, he's made he's made a name for himself. And I, yeah. And they were taking on Reno Scum, and anytime Reno Scum comes on, you know it's going to be like a like a squash match or something. You know but, it will be. I mean, it's pretty sad because those guys when they first came on to Impact, they were they were getting pushed into uh, the uh, smaller guy. I think Lester got got hurt, yeah, hurt his shoulder, and okay. they, were, they were never the same again. But uh, as soon as as soon as they defeated them, uh, the the Good Brothers come out and they mm-hmm. reminisce about. New New Japan about Finn, yeah. about Finn and uh, Juice carrying their bags to the airport, and, like <laughs> and they were they were kind of talking about that and just they, just being mean, <laughs> <laughs> being dicks. So that was that was pretty good. Um, and like on this one also, Tommy Dreamer's on the main event again, and so I'm you know how I feel about that, and so um, we just talked about it. We, <laughs> literally, we just talked about it. He needs to be away from the main events. Um. I will say this: I love, I do love the storyline of Trey Miguel being harassed um, by ICU. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I can't think of his name right now. Are you talking? You talking about Sammy? Yeah, Sammy Callahan. Yeah. So he's he's they're building a story there, and I kind of like That's it. Good. So that's good. So here's the thing. Um, I th- this is what I think, and I, I'm not going to say it's going to happen. But I think I know. I know how we feel about Tommy Dreamer being in the main event, right? 
if Moose is going to, you know, rocket strap. But he's already there. But if you're going to rocket strap him, what's the way that you make him get the title the best way? Mm-hmm. You have Moose and Tommy Dreamer. One, Tommy Dreamer puts Moose over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they kind of hinted at it. You yeah. know, like, I was the one. You know, when he did that little promo. You know, you're going to get fired. So you have Moose in Tommy Dreamer, and that's going to make Rich Swan want to get payback. Yeah. And then I'll only wrestle you for the title. And then Rich Swan will let his his love for Tommy Dreamer blind him, and then Moose will win the title. Yes. That has that's the only thing I can see this because why why else is Tommy Dreamer in the main event? There's Watch. no reason for Tommy Dreamer to be in the main event. Watch this. at this point in his career. <laughs> At this point in his career, what what is it? What good is it? You know, he's not going to be a, a world champion. Yeah. So that's what I think is going to happen. Now, again, I I, I could be wrong, but listen, that's how I feel. Listen up, folks. That's what's probably going to happen. I sure hope so. Earl, that's what Earl's I going to call it, and it's going to happen. So it means it's in stone. <laughs> Duh! Something. I, but I'm just saying. I mean, if you think about it, like again, logic doesn't mean a lot of things to yeah. some writers. But, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Why would he, he... He already went for the title and he lost. Why is he back in the main event? Right. It has to be something to get... Put and him over. And why would you be building Moose up like this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I that's what I would want to see. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, AEW. God. Okay. I love AEW, but they... This. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. The opening match was great. N- nothing <laughs> wrong with the matches. <laughs> I I, I I gave props to the commentators last week. Yeah. Take back, take back, take back everything I said. Yeah. Take it all back. I know. Take we'll, it all back. We'll, we'll like get to that, but the opening match was Hangman Page and Matt Hardy against uh, okay. the the Hybrid Two, and it was. Let a me great, tell you something. It was a good match. It was. We talked about it, and then they showed the replay. <laughs> And I didn't see him swap out the contracts. I didn't see that either. <laughs> but Excalibur, and I was like, wait a minute. And then Ex- our friend Excalibur, okay, I will, I will give it to Excalibur. I'm, I love Kex. I love Excalibur when he has his mask on. But he was like switcheroo with the contracts. And then Matt Hardy had it, and then he brought. It, he's like a good friend of mine. Said always keep papers in your close to your vest. I was like, oh, oh yes. Yes, and then you got Big Money Matt match. Yeah, and I like how he's like, I like how the mascot came down, but it was really part of Private Party. Yeah, and then he says, "Th two, I'll give you thirty. Very specific number. <laughs> first of all, it wasn't like I'll give you some money to whoop him. It literally thirty seven hundred dollars. I was like, why is why is this a, 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 an insanely specific amount of money? Um, I thought that was great." And like I said, Matt Hardy is amazing, and I like Big Matty. I like Big Money Matt Hardy yeah. uh, gimmick. But then we saw the real friends, and and, and John Hungy was the first in the ring, and I like that negative one was was, was, was calling traffic. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you know I liked even even the beginning how he said he hired he spent a lot of money on a shady legal team. I yeah. love that. Like I love his graphics. But yeah, and then he even gave him a nod and 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 nobody was mad at him in the dark order. They were all like, "Hey, we love you." We're, so, we're I was here be- for you. Yes. And 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 the commentators even were like you, the commentators were even talking about it was like, "You know, he's he's been used by a bunch of people." And Jar's like, "Well, he's talent. He's 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 a hot commodity." 
Jr. upset me this week, and I don't. I'm going to make fun of him any chance I can. I love. Um, I love your voices. <laughs> I hate, and I'm looking. And the thing is, I have the book that my friend Lisa got me. Yeah. That's signed by Jr. And he's looking dead at me, and he's got his fist up, and I just look at him, and I'm mad at him. I'm mad at the pitcher Jr. And I, I just want to punch him in his face. But um, no. But I was very happy, and I, I really hope this is their segue of Adam. Uh, of 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 Hangman Adam Page joining the Dark Order. Yeah, I think I, I really do. I think what they I think what they need to do is like uh, the Dark Order or some members of the Dark Order getting attacked by someone else, and then Hangman comes out and so, yes. and supports them. That yes. w- that would be a good segue into mm-hmm. him joining them. I I like it. I but, like it all, but, and I'm very happy with it. Um, but yeah, the first match was amazing. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm I'm covering Jim here. Ross up. I don't want to get his face. So there, there's a lot of promos in this, but I don't know if I don't know if I want to yeah, talk about it. Promos were great. Every, uh, 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 the Mad King had a great promo. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Moxley had a great promo and rebuttal against it. Yeah, very very good. Um, let's see here, Orange Cassidy versus Luther. That was a squad. That was match. a great match. Yeah, great match. Um, what about Brian Cage and Taz? <sighs> calling Let me out, tell you something. Calling out Sting. Let me tell you something. Silence the haters. Sting took a powerbomb. Yeah. The thing I liked most about it, if you look at the two young talents that Sting has worked with in the promotions, like Brian Cage, you can say what you want to say about Brian Cage. He steroid head. Uh, You know, he's just just a muscle head. He did the most textbook powerbomb I've ever seen. Like his power bomb was so pretty. Like 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 if you open up the dictionary and be like power bomb, it's gonna show a picture of Brian Cage giving this power bomb to Sting. Yeah. Like he power bombed him. And if you watch some people doing power bombs, like their head bounces. You know what I'm saying? Or they throw him and you can tell he hit his neck first or whatever. Yeah. Sting hit flush on the shoulders. Because that's the one thing you learn about power bombs is you do it and you do it mostly on the shoulders. Because when the shoulders hit, your head doesn't hit that much. It doesn't hurt your neck. Brilliant. He uh, And then Sting sold the hell out of the, the powerbomb. You look at WWE, Seth Rollins is great, but he did the turnbuckle powerbomb yeah. thing that he did. And he hurt Sting's neck because he threw him across the thing. You know what I mean? Both of them threw Sting, but Brian Cage was the better of the two because he... It, it hurt. It looks like it hurt. Of course, you, you get thrown on the ground. It's going to hurt. But he canceled all that thing out by flush on the shoulders. You know what I'm saying? It was an amazing power bomb, And I was very... I, I like that. I like that whole segment. It was really good. I was worried when I heard Sting took a power bomb, mm-hmm. but when you watch it, it was the most beautiful power bomb I've I've seen. In, yeah, you I, know, I from to, anybody. I have to agree with you. Like they had like a they had like a a ceiling shot of of them looking down on Sting, and like mm-hmm. within ten minutes of of them showing that, mm-hmm. there was like four or five memes on Facebook already. <laughs> when you went within <laughs> ten minutes, I'm I, telling you, I go give me a break. I know the show's not even <laughs> over. And there's memes about him, you know, when it goes, whenever you, sh- you know, they were doing memes like, whenever you know you should retire. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, Listen, this, but this is a, this feeds into the story of what's going to happen at Revolution. Yeah. But yeah, I really like it. Because, like I said, I mean, Sting has a neck issue because of the whole turnbuckle thing, the turnbuckle powerbomb. But Brian Cage, 
God, he made the, he, you know, yes, it hurt, but all the stuff canceled when he, you know, because you can do a power bomb and you can throw them on the lower back or whatever, and that's when their head hits really big. Yeah. But he did it. He did just like you're supposed to whenever you learn about a power bomb. So um, I was very happy with it. The uh, the Young Bucks had a, had a championship match against Santana Ortiz, which was a good I, match. It was. I, I really wish Santana Ortiz would have won. Yeah. They, they you know. They, it's their, they need it. I mean, I always thought they would be the tag team champions. They they Because they are such a great champion tag team. They're, they're very talented. I mean, they're very so talented. So good. Impact lost whenever they, those guys left. But um, mm-hmm. So what what's what's your take on the storyline of the Good Brothers coming, taking their time to come out and to come help them? And well, then, first then, of all, Kenny then, Omega, he's like, well, you, you're going to go? Are you going to go out there? I'm like, you're his friend, too. Go out there. So, <laughs> but you know, Don Callis doesn't like the Young Bucks. You know what I'm saying? We it's already been established. Like when they went to the house of Kenny Omega, it's like he's doing like what the Mad King did to break up Ray Phoenix and uh, Sarah Mira, yeah. or whatever you want to call him, Pentagon Junior. He's doing the same thing. He's trying to sever that tie. You know what I'm saying? Because he's Don Carney. But I I, th- I think they're doing what they're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I thought it was really good. I, I really did. Um, and, and, you know, I, you knew the Young Bucks were going to win whenever their mom and dad was there. Was yeah, like, of course. Yeah. They're not going to lose. But, man, Ortiz and Santana looked a million dollars. They did. I loved it. Um, and then Jericho's selling. What do you mean been throwing out? No. Oh, he sold with his face so well. Yeah. Like, he legitimately looks sad. <laughs> um, I loved it. John Moxley and... Uh, more monster, more monster, murder hawk. They look so and, good. And Ray Phoenix against um, God. Uh, the Mad King, yeah, <laughs> and his family. The yes. Mad King and his family. Oh, was it? it was uh, such a good match. Butcher and the Blade. Yep, uh, it was a great match. Um, Ray Phoenix looked amazing. He did. Oh my God! I mean, that that looked like you know he was in AAA or something. And he sure, he didn't even have to bring one of his clones out from underneath. Nope. He like he didn't get hurt at all. Nope, nope, nope. And like, oh. uh, and toward the end, I guess uh, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega comes out and attacks John Mox. I'm sorry, Kenny Omega, the WWE champion. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. So first of all, I want to talk about this. So we're gonna talk about Jr. Again, it's just it's just a slip, but it's really bad because when he first started, he got wrestlers' names wrong, and then you had Britt Baker make fun of him. Yeah. So Jr. You know what I'm saying like I love Jr. Don't get me wrong. It's it's easy to forget sometimes because you work for WWE so much for so long. But yeah, but he came back and he made sure AEW champion. I was like, oh god. So yeah, Jr. Ruined it because it was such a good build up. But then I like because they're very good at paying homage to stuff. I love the kindergarten cop tribute. Yeah, he was reading the book to the kids. And asking the questions, and they were doing pure kindergarten cop, and then Nakazawa was going to play with the kids, and one kid kicked him in the in the in the shin, and they all attacked him. I was like, I was like, oh my god, they're paying homage to kindergarten cop, the movie. This is so amazing. It was great. So I was very happy. I was very happy with that. It was. Uh, and then I like whenever he's getting attacked, and Don Cal- Don Cal is like, we can't be a part of this. We have to go. And he just shushed him out. <laughs> and, and you know, I thought that was great. But yeah, Jr. said WWE champion, and I was like, oh, you just destroyed everything. 
Because then that the reason it's bad is because there was I saw all the memes before it happened. Yeah. It was like it was like what Jr. sees, and I was like, what? What the hell? He wouldn't do what? What is this? And then I was like, oh, Jr. You just you just took the wind out of everybody's sail because now nobody's taking you guys seriously anymore. Again, the commentators can make or break. And that one Freudian slip yep. just ruined it for the whole show because that's all people. That's all the people saw. What's all yep. the WWE champion Kenny Omega? So that made me very mad. I was like, oh. I will say this: like this week, being at home, like being mm-hmm. at home all week, I, I was yes. able to watch everything as yes. it, as it played, and I was oh. able to watch everything a lot because normally I have to like record stuff and go back, which I know yeah. you're going to do. Yeah. But uh, but I have to like record stuff, go back and watch it like during mm-hmm. a break or during lunch or something. Yeah. So, but I was able to watch everything. Um, nice. Now we do want to talk about. I do. There. Okay. I love Riho. I was very happy she was the original women's champion. Mm-hmm. And if it hadn't been for you know the world, I don't think Nyla Rose would have taken it from her. No. But man, she looks so good against Serena Deeb. Yeah, like Serena Deeb's an amazing wrestler. She She's is. done so much stuff. She was part of the Straight Edge Society. Mm-hmm. She was in the Mae Young Classic. She coming back from her. She little, was. She was a WWE coach for a little bit. She was WWE coach. She is legit, and now she's NWA Women's Champion, which is great. Man, the the thing that was great about that match is Serena Deeb's not a big woman. Riho, and they made sure that they brought that point home. She's only like, she's less than 100 pounds. Yeah, she's like 83 pounds. 98, 83, 74, it doesn't matter. She's yeah. she's she's a little thing. She's tiny. But Serena Deeb, that's that's the thing, I, and I, I talk about this too, the thing I like about AEW is they make it believable. Like Serena Deeb made it believable that this little 98-pound one. Now, there was some telegraphed moves in there. Yeah, like the very finishing move. I was like, you could see Serena Deeb doing that to help Riho. There was a couple of those, and I was like, oh, that kind of, people are going to just poop on that. Like, oh, look, blah blah blah. Doesn't matter. But it made it look good. She kicks Serena Deeb in the leg, and they and the commentators are doing their jobs. They're like, you know, she got that knee brace, and then it's like, well, you know, there's rumors about a, a body part, and now the wrestler is going to exploit it. So they did very good at the little subtle things yeah. to make it look like a 98-pound, you know, women wrestler. Or even Marco Stunt could have been wrestling. And, you know, they made it look like she legitimately won that match. It was a hill she had to overcome. But I just the, just the synergy of the two. And I don't know if they've ever wrestled before or not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure. But it was but great. It was a great synergy great. match. It was great. I really, I really liked that match a lot. I did. I did too. It was it was really really good stuff. Um, we're coming up on we're at fifty five seconds. Okay. All right. So we got five seconds left. We got we got five seconds left. You want to you know talk the rest of it uh, about the last five minutes on NXT or yes. Okay. Yes. What was, what was the thing that stood out the most to you on that one? Well, we've talked about about a lot of it. Yes. But um, Adam Cole being Adam Cole, mm-hmm. and that's the big thing. Everybody wants to know why Adam Cole did what he did. So, and I think it's really he just wants his title back. Yes, and I, you know I, what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm interested on that story because where's Kyle Riley going now? I mean, whenever, especially whenever Bobby Fish comes back. Yeah, because like and, him, him and Bobby Fish, they've been through you know all the indies together, yeah, and, and they so really have. Does he stay with you know uh, an undisputed era, or does he go with you know Kyle Riley? So yeah, and we've talked about that because they're they're making Kyle Riley a babyface. Yeah. Can you really have a babyface in Undisputed Era? 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. And with Bobby Fish being out now again, Bobby Fish is the silent member. He's he does talk, mm-hmm. but I really I've I've always thought from day one like Bobby Fish is the backbone of the the union. Yep. Like like Adam Cole's the face. He's the one that brings you into the place. Kyle O'Reilly is the cocky one. He's the friend that talks a lot of smack. And then you have Bobby Fish. He's the he's the he's the muscle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he okay, you're gonna start something, I'm gonna end it. And then they brought in Roderick Strong to make it a four person. But Bobby Fish being out, I mean, really, I mean, the UE's kinda of floundering. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. But I mean, no matter what, Adam Cole's a bad guy. He's a heel. He's never been a face. In in in, in you know, in a lot of places he's been in. So, I mean, he's doing what he's doing. But I really think this is his power play to get the title back. I really do. Yeah, I, th- I you know, I think so. I mean, he's, he's I mean, Pete Dunn's story is just about over. So, I mean, he should mm-hmm. step up and probably do it now. So, yeah. um, I have to agree with you. Um, I did notice that there was, um, there was a female match, Zoe Stark versus okay. uh, Valentino Far- Faranas. And yes. uh, Zoe Stark was on Impact about four months ago. Was she really? She was. Wow. And she was a she was a contractor, and then she came in, and they they pushed her over, but they nothing ever nothing ever happened. Yeah. She was a really good talent. Yeah, and that match was great, though. It was great, and uh, when I saw her, I said, "Oh my god!" I can't remember what her name was on Impact, but uh, I'm trying to look it up. She right looked now. familiar because when I seen it, it said Zoe Stark. First of all, I was like, "Oh, it's my daughter's name," but then I was like, "She looks really familiar." I didn't know where she was from, though. But I really like that match. There was some of the matches on XT. I'm like, eh. but that one was really, really good. I, I liked it, and and then you know the other one was with oh Zia Lee. She came out and made an appearance, so I like that they're still keeping her relevant. Yeah. So <clears throat> let's see. Here. But yeah, it was a good. It was a good pay per view. It was really good. And I liked. I the thing I like the thing I can take away from NXT is I I like the way that they have their Thunderdome. Yeah. Because when they were doing the in the beginning, and they were they were introducing who was there, like the crowd noise was was a little overpowering. Like Beth Phoenix, you kind of drowned her out a little bit. Which most of the time you'd have been like, oh, the crowd the crowd noise is too big. But that's what I like, and it was really good. I like the way they did that. They have it's a- like the crowd's loud. That's that's what you need. And it's not like a canned loud. It yeah. was the people there, and I really like that. And I I miss that with everything that's been going on. I miss that. They have a good mixture. They have a good mixture. Yep. Um, my other thing I was going to talk about on um, NXT was Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Are they now babyface now? Since they're going to be facing, you know, they have to be. Yeah. So, but they, but again, they can be heel babyfaces. That's that's the good thing about wrestling. Like people think, you know, and it's true. Mm-hmm. You're a heel or you're a babyface. But like with the Adam Cole and with like Stone Cold and a bunch of other people, like I think that they're going to be a babyface for what they're in, but. At the end of it, they're still going to be a heel. Yeah. They're going to have their heel tendencies. They may even interfere with other people. You know what I'm saying? But in that program, I think they got to be the baby faces. Or you could just have two heel teams going. You could just have a heel team versus a heel team. Yeah. I mean, that's happened before, and that doesn't take away from anything. I have to agree with you. So, so yeah, I think, I think I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, Elimination Chamber this weekend, so... And yeah, I, and it's going to be great. I think. Yeah, I think uh, we we can 
<clears throat> our next show is going to be like just talking all about it. But um, that'd be fine. Hey, you know what? We can do a show dedicated just because you know what though. Out of everything, I really like the Elimination Chamber. Me too. And and I'm going to be super excited to see Aggressive Stepdad. How he plays out I lo- in this elimination. I, I love how you how you just you, you go along with your stick and you don't you don't fade from it. I'm you, not. You know, <laughs> I even commented I even commented on on the aggressive stepdad gimmick on Twitter. <laughs> I did. I really, really did. And I put it out there and I, I was and I'm very proud of what I said. I was like I was like, this is this is gold. I'm I'm digging what I just said about on Twitter. Let me tell you what it says real quick. We have we go. just a moment here. Go ahead. I got go it pulled ahead. up right now. All right, here we go. Uh, let me click on my picture. Uh, it says I. This is from January 29th. I believe the reason I love the aggressive stepdad character. Now I I tag Roman Reigns in it, but I'm gonna call him the aggressive stepdad. Uh, the aggressive uh, there's not a love Roman Reigns' character in Smackdown so much is because I had an aggressive stepdad growing up which I did and I missed the constant disapproval and crazy insane ways <laughs> to prove myself to him and win his affection I did I had I had a stepdad when I was in Talala yeah. that uh, if I did something wrong I, I, got, I was literally on a four year grounding spree and I we only we were only with my mom was only with him for like three years. Yeah. But I was like year one being there, I was on a four year grounded streak. Dang it overlapped. Because I told you about like the walkie talkies yeah, and walk- stuff. I was, I was just yeah, yeah, to say yeah. that. I was just yeah, to say and that. I can, like I spilt bleach on a corner of a nineteen seventies carpet in a mobile home and I got a year suspension of being grounded. Dang. Yeah. Like like yeah, but that's what I that's why I call him aggressive stepdad because like if you think about it, like if you if you watch it, if you go back and watch it, like he's talking to Apollo Cruz and he's like, You gotta insert dominance. Like he's a he is the the perennial, like like poster child for an aggressive stepdad. Yeah. And he does that with and if you look at it, he does it with Jay Uso all the time. Like he doesn't tell him to go do something, but if he doesn't do it, then he has that disappointment and he's all like, You failed me. You you failed the family. I'm like that. That's an aggressive stepdad. I don't care what you say. So yeah, I really, I really like the aggressive, and that's, and it's, but it's really interesting because is he gonna, is he gonna be in a chamber and it's just not gonna come unlocked? And people are gonna try to break into it? Yeah. Is he gonna be right outside the cage? That's the part I'm excited to see. Is like, how are they gonna fit this in? Because once that's in there, everything is locked. So that's what I'm interested to see is how that's gonna play out. Very interesting. Very, very good point. I really, really, I'm, I can't wait for this weekend. So, um, I agree. Um, okay, I think that's gonna do it for us. We're like a minute. We're like a okay. minute, minute and three seconds in. <sighs> Love it. So Love it. And Joy hasn't told me anything about kids. You're right. Uh, my friend Joy hasn't told me anything about NXT UK. So I think I think that promotion's dead in the water right now. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't got any updates about it yet. So I think they're postponed or or there was a capsizing ship or something. I don't know. He hasn't told me any exciting news about it lately. Okay. So. Well, the, we'll probably, hopefully, you know, we can, you know, get the breaking news on that. and We can talk about it on the show. Um, maybe next week after a while we talk about the Elimination Chamber. Okay. So, say goodnight. 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 Bye, guys. Ah, oh, those kids make me feel like I did something good. <laughs> <laughs>